You're listening to a news story on the audio version of The Taiyi. Thanks for listening. The Taiyi is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetaiyi.ca and become a Taiyi builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel anytime. FOI Gap Restricts Information on Vancouver Fires By Andrew McLeod, July 14, 2023 When the Value Village store on East Hastings Street in Vancouver burned down in June 2022, it was a major event attended by dozens of firefighters and widely covered in the local media. But in the year that's followed the public has learned little about what happened. The provincial law governing the release of records by public bodies hasn't helped, said journalist Stanley Trump, and has in fact been a barrier to learning more about the blaze. What was the cause? Asked Trump in explaining why he's seeking the fire incident report from the city of Vancouver. Arson? Could there be a serial arsonist? Could there be a systemic structural safety problem, which might also affect other buildings? Fire incident reports, which could help answer some of those questions, are routinely available from the city to anyone in the public for a minimum of $260 plus federal sales tax for reports with photos, or $130 if the incident did not involve a fire investigator or photos. Trump says that's too expensive, particularly for a freelance reporter like him. Who in media can afford $260 for a single-page report? And to see four of these, to check for a serial arsonist, would cost $1,040. The public already paid for the report's production via their taxes. Rather than pay the fee he asked to have the report on the Value Village fire released for free by appealing under British Columbia's Freedom of Information and Protection of Privacy Act. Under FIPA public bodies may charge fees to respond to requests, but applicants can contest them and appeal to the Independent Office of the Information and Privacy Commissioner. The OIPC oversees BC's access to information laws to rule on whether the fees should be waived as they often are for anything involving public health or safety. But the city responded that FIPA doesn't cover the report since it is already available for purchase, an interpretation the OIPC says is correct. It is clear that the information you are seeking is available for purchase through Vancouver Fire Rescue Services, OIPC investigator Christina Sefcik told Trump in a June 21st letter. I recognize that obtaining the records would come at an expense, However, Section 3.5a states that FIPA does not apply to records that are available for purchase to the public and this is the case here. Trump said he was frustrated with the OIPC's response, which he sees as sending a message that public bodies are free to avoid scrutiny simply by making records available for sale at prices that are too high for reporters or many other people to pay. This is a disaster for the public interest and morally indefensible, Trump said in an email, adding that it would be a grievous error for the OIPC to refuse to hold an inquiry on the problem. It makes it simply impossible to inform the public about local fires' causes. Both the city's policy of charging for fire incident reports and FIPA's treatment of records that are available to buy are long-standing. Vancouver Fire Rescue Services Assistant Chief Tom Cooper says he has worked for the department for more than 30 years and fire reports have been available for sale for at least that long. 
The price is set under the Vancouver Fire Bylaw and is based on a rate of $130 per hour or part of an hour, Cooper said in an email. Producing a fire report involves multiple divisions of the fire department and takes more than an hour when a fire investigator is involved. Anyone can request a report and typically purchasers include insurance companies, private investigation firms, law offices, ICBC, and private citizens, he said, adding that about 300 reports are released each year. Asked what allowance there may be for media interest in the reports, Cooper said, the department has a media relations officer. Trump said he also tried requesting the report through the media relations department, but they declined to release it. Similarly, FIPA's treatment of records that are available for the public to buy has been in place for a long time. A spokesperson for the Ministry of Citizen Services, which is responsible for the FOI law, said that since 1992 when the act was first passed there has always been an ability to refuse to disclose records that were available for purchase under FOI. The fundamental intent of this provision has not changed. The provision came up for debate in 2011 when it moved from one section of the act to another. It also at that time changed from a situation where the head of a public body may refuse to release the record to one where the record would not be covered by the act at all. In 2021 another amendment was made so that such records would again be included in the sections of the act covering privacy. The minister responsible in 2011, Margaret McDermott, explained during the debate what the government was trying to prevent. She gave the example of a book published by the Crown Press and said someone couldn't use the FOI legislation to get a photocopy of the book. Now we've made it very clear that you cannot obtain a book that is for sale in that way, she said. You would need to purchase the book and not use an FOI request in order to obtain that information. The change came out of a recommendation the OIPC made in 2004. The government of the day decided not to act, however, on a related recommendation that said, the act should be amended to allow cabinet to prescribe, by regulation, a government-wide policy on access to published information by public interest groups. The special committee that reviewed the act that year declined to endorse that recommendation, which could also have applied to media requests, saying that in our opinion, the introduction of differential fees would amount to special treatment for select groups of British Columbians, an idea we cannot entertain. The Citizen Services spokesperson said examples of records for purchase could include maps, aerial photos, or printed versions of building codes. Government is committed to removing fees on published material wherever possible, they said, noting that the digital versions of BC codes have been free since 2019. Trump said that even if the Vancouver Fire Department's fee for fire incident reports and its refusal to release them without payment is consistent with FIPA, it contravenes the spirit of the act and the OIPC should proactively investigate. Also, he said, the government should amend the law so that the section on publications available for purchase only applies if such material is available at a reasonable price and in a format that is reasonably accessible. It should also give the OIPC the power to investigate and make a decision when there's a dispute, he added. I wish all the media would join in this fight, as the problem directly impairs their ability to bring vital news to the public, Trump said. Thanks for stopping by the Tai today.
Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to the tie.ca and click on the support us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.